Hey guys, um, a very warm welcome back to what I want to say podcast. So this is uh, the third episode I've made and this one is titled Washing Machine Brains. So, washing machine brains. Washing machine brains. It's kind of a a strange thing to say really I think but it's kind of a phrase that I came up with a while ago when I was trying to I think I was trying to explain to somebody how I felt in a moment and I basically said to that person that my brain felt like a washing machine that had been filled full of shoes and then put on a spin and if you just take a second to actually imagine what that would be like like Imagine taking 20 pairs of Converse and putting them in a washing machine and putting it on a spin cycle. Well, that's what my brain feels like sometimes. And that's where the phrase washing machine brain came from. I like that phrase. I really, really like that phrase and I use it all the time now. I do apologise in advance. I feel like the um, audio might be a bit, a bit shaky on this because there's always lots of emergency vehicles going past my apartment and the windows are open so just a little apology in advance if you can hear that okay back to the topic of the podcast washing machine brains washing machine brains i feel like when life is busy and when you've got a lot going on you're going 100 miles an hour it can be so easy to feel like how I just described with the washing machine brain because it can just feel very overwhelming in the sense that you've got a lot going on and that's that's kind of where the idea for this came from because this is exactly how I was feeling on um, Monday morning when I was had to get up at 6am to drive from Warrington back to Lincoln and go to work and I was feeling really stressed and I don't really like driving so I was really anxious about driving I'd had like some issues with the car and I was just worried I was worried about driving I was like some stuff had happened a few days prior and I was just feeling dead anxious and all these thoughts were coming into my head at once so it not wasn't just I wasn't just stressed about the drive to work I was stressed about something that had happened a couple of nights before I was stressed about um the fact that I hadn't seen my family in a while and I'm missing them I'm stressed because I'm missing my friends I'm stressed because I'm going on holiday next week and I haven't saved up very much money and I don't really know how I'm going to afford it to be honest I was stressed about working I was stressed about what I'm going to do after uni I was stressed about my uni grades I was stressed about all of these little things and like each one of those things on their own wasn't a massive thing but when they all kind of came together in my mind, like the shoes in the washing machine, I just felt so overwhelmed. And on Sunday night, I had such a big cry, such, such a big cry. I think, so for a bit of context, last week I was working in Lincoln, really, really busy. And then I had Saturday off. But a couple of times in the week, I'd um, driven up to Warrington um, to see the guy that I'm seeing and I had been driving like five hours a day some days and working all day and it was just very chaotic so I had Saturday off work and so the plan was going to my Nanan's birthday barbecue which was on Saturday daytime 
and then we were going to a 90s themed birthday party on the Saturday night. Um, so went to the went to the birthday party, had fun with that. Um, it was really it's a really good birthday party actually. I had a good time, and I had a bit to drink. Now I didn't have much to drink because I knew I had to drive the next day, but I I did have some some drinks, and usually. I'm completely like I'm a very happy drunk person and I don't know I never I never get like you know some people just can't handle their drink can they and I'm not usually like that I'm usually just completely fine um but I did I did mix a few drinks and whilst I wasn't completely like I wasn't smashed or anything I was because I knew I had to drive the next morning so I, I wasn't drunk drunk but I was drunk enough that I kind of felt like a bit out of control and I just had this like this like angry episode and this never really happens when I'm drunk so I was kind of surprised and I'm not going to go into details about the angry episode because I don't need to but I was just basically not being very nice and I woke up the next morning you know what it feels like when you wake up the next morning after you're drinking and you just have like the anxiety and the fear from the night before I think they call it beer fear I had beer fear anyway and I'm just there feeling like, oh my god, like I've embarrassed myself, I've done this, I've I've just I've just embarrassed myself, I've been a horrible person, like no one's gonna like me after this. Um the guy that I'm seeing, I'm thinking like, oh my god, like he's not gonna wanna see me anymore. This is like why why would anyone I'd, and I just I was spiralling so much in my head, even though like what had happened wasn't even that bad. I think when you just when you drink everything feels so blown out of proportion and so much worse especially when you do have an angry episode and you can't like completely remember everything that was said etc so I basically spent all of Sunday like just feeling terribly sorry for myself even though I, I literally hadn't even done anything that was really that bad at all it was just just one of those things like and the point was made to me of like Anna you're not perfect you're human you're gonna have times where you feel like that and when you're gonna do things that don't feel good and so I kind of spent Sunday trying to make peace with my own mind but it, it was very washing machine brain it was there was there was a lot going on in there there was a real lot going on in there and for me especially like when I drink the next day I always my anxiety is always so much worse it's like post-alcohol guilt isn't it like it just makes you feel rubbish like really really rubbish and I don't know I'm not I'm not like at the point where I'm thinking maybe I should stop drinking because that's literally the first time that that's happened in so long and it wasn't even that bad but I am at the point where I'm like right you need to just kind of make sure that doesn't happen again so that and combined with the fact that I didn't have much sleep on Saturday night basically just made Sunday feel quite difficult mentally like I was just I was just on edge I was just worried about everything like I just didn't feel good I didn't feel good in myself and then getting up and going, getting up at like 6am and going to work on Monday. The drive did kind of clear my head to be fair, so that was nice. But but yeah, that's where the inspiration for this podcast came from. Because as I was like getting up to go to work on Monday morning, I was thinking like, oh my god, my brain's like a washing machine. And yeah, it's like, I, I felt like I had a million thoughts going through my head. And it was just really difficult to sift through them. It was just like I was struggling to pinpoint one thing that was making me feel bad it was more like a multitude of things that were all coming together like sticking together in my mind to try and make to, to make me feel like this 
But what I did was, honestly, I, I'm not even going to sit here and be like, I journaled and I meditated and I did yoga. I didn't do any of those things. I went to work and I sat with my thoughts and then I kind of just had to get on with it and I had to be okay. And I think the kind of post-alcohol anxiety eventually wore off and I do I do feel completely fine now. Like, I'm not stressed about it anymore because it really wasn't a big deal. But, like, these things can really stick in your head, I think. And it can be really difficult can be difficult to get through them and to process them but yeah I think probably one of the best things for me to do in that situation is it just helps so much to just speak to someone like a friend or maybe ring my mom or just you know somebody that I trust to just speak to them about it and tell them how I'm feeling and that in turn helps me rationalize my own thoughts and like work through them and gradually makes me start to feel more at peace with my own mind and I think one thing that's important that I've kind of realized recently is that you have to just accept your mind as it is like I I feel like I spent so many years of my life wishing my brain wasn't the way it was and wishing I didn't have anxiety and wishing I didn't overthink and all of these things but now I kind of like have just made peace with my mind in the sense that I know I have anxiety I know I have a lot of silly irrational thoughts but it's mine at the end of the day like you've got to take it or leave it haven't you did that make sense no that didn't make sense not take it or leave it you've got to just accept it you've got to accept your mind for the way it is and you've got to rather than rather than trying to work against yourself and constantly like beating yourself up and making yourself feel bad about it just accept it just accept that you're going to have anxious thoughts and whilst it's not nice just accepting it and trying to work with yourself rather than against yourself does make life so much easier and I promise you that I think talking to people and if you've got something going on right now and you feel like it's all up in your own mind then one really good thing to do is just tell somebody exactly how you feel like really try hard to put it into words and my hamster is being so annoying right now she's chewing really loudly on the bars of her cage i need to get her out and stick her in a ball so sorry just um a little interruption there but sorry if you can hear my hamster chewing the bars that's what it is where was i going with that what was i saying talking to people about getting down exactly how you're feeling and helping yourself pinpoint those maybe it's like six little things that are going on in your mind and if you can kind of expressly tell someone that these you've got these six things going on in your mind and you can rationalize it and you can just explore it and explain it and communicate openly with someone even if it's someone who has nothing to do with the situation just to communicate with them and equally if you've got a situation going on like with a certain person like let me think of an example okay so you're seeing a guy and maybe he hasn't been as communicative on his phone recently like he hasn't been texting you back very much and you're starting to get really worried and anxious about it and like you're getting a bit in your own head and you're deep in things too much rather than sitting with that on your own and letting yourself get yourself into a state of being really triggered and really anxious by it you know the best thing to do in that situation is just going to be to send him a quick message him her whoever you're seeing send them a quick message and just say hi you've not you've not replied in a while i'm just checking up that everything's okay and um, just just let me know 
and I always used to feel so embarrassed like asking for reassurance and doing things like that but then I've realized that if somebody actually cares about you they won't mind giving you reassurance and the only reason somebody would have an issue with giving reassurance is if they're insecure in themselves whereas somebody if you matter to them they will give you reassurance and if they don't give you reassurance then you're wasting your time because reassurance is important and everybody needs reassurance so you should never ever ever feel embarrassed to ask for it like I ask for reassurance all the time not all the time like quite often though like if I'm worried about something and I'm getting in my own head I will now just send a text and be like hey is everything okay like I noticed you've not not replied in a while like is is everything all right with you and they're like yeah yeah it's fine I'm just I'm just playing FIFA and I'm like right okay thanks thanks for letting me know but as you like build up a relationship with someone I feel like over time they will get to know that you need reassurance and it becomes more okay and also just having like if you are an anxious person like me just having like an open and honest communication from the start and saying like right I'm an anxious person I'm going to need you to give me reassurance sometimes that's not a bad reflection of you that's not a bad reflection of me that's just how my little brain works and as I said like the right person will understand that I really I really believe that but yeah explaining and communicating to people is so important and so helpful I think that's something that has been very helpful to me okay so the next thing I wanted to talk about in this episode is feeling the constant need to grow and change and I feel like this is something that's not going to be relevant to everyone probably only to people who are on a bit of a journey of whatever you want to call your journey like finding yourself etc but oh my hamster is being so annoying right now I do apologize for the biting noise she's called Matilda after a Harry Styles song and she's so adorable but she's also a little bit annoying what was I saying god I am getting distracted today aren't I what was I saying feeling the constant need to grow and change okay my thoughts on this you do not always need to change i think it's really hard to find a balance god what was that noise my room is making an absolute racket today i don't i don't know what's going on feeling the constant need to grow and change we are all growing all the time whether we realize it whether we want to or whether we don't want to we are all growing we're all having situations thrown as that most of us probably don't want to deal with and that is forcing us all to grow in different ways and in many many different ways but what you don't need to do is constantly be applying pressure on yourself to get better and this is something I'm really trying to do at the minute like I'm not trying to I'm not constantly thinking about how I can be better or thinking about how I need to change I'm really working on the moment at just accepting myself as I am whilst also realizing that growth is a natural part of life relaxing into the present moment and just being being happy to be who I am and I think everybody should try and do this because if you're not happy with who you are then I feel like life could be quite difficult like you need to realize that you're the only person you're ever going to have everyone and this is going to be really really depressing and sorry about this but no one in your life is permanent everyone around us everyone 
everyone is going to be gone at some point life is changing life is fluid nobody is permanent nobody is here forever except for yourself and so it is so silly to live a life that's wasted it's 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 silly to live a life of not liking who you are because it's just a waste because you're going to have to spend forever with yourself anyway so the sooner you realize that you are enough exactly as you are and the sooner you realize that you don't need to change and that growth is happening to you and that life is happening to you and that you don't need to be a different person life gets a hell of a lot easier and I feel like for me like I went through most of my younger years up to probably about the age of 18 or 19 feeling like almost like an imposter in my own body like at school I never felt like I fitted in I was always I was always the weird person at school like I didn't really have many friends in primary school I just used to read books and speak to the teachers and it felt I took it took me a long time in life to re to find like a group of friends that I really felt like I belonged with and like especially the girls I met at uni this year like they're the the best group of friends I've ever met and I'm now at a place where I do feel like I fit in like I've got my friends back home as well like some friendships back at home have really improved in their depth and I've lost a lot of people in my life and there's a lot of friendships I've had so many different friendship groups and so many people that I've moved away from and not even just fell out with but just grown apart from and now I'm at a place in my life where I'm happy with the friends that I've got sorry I've gone off on a tangent here what I was what I was saying I spent a lot of my younger years feeling like I didn't belong feeling like I didn't fit in anywhere and I think changing schools when I was quite young maybe didn't help with that because as a kid I obviously like I had well I had my first two years at a primary school and then basically a family situation arose which meant we had to very quickly leave one area of Sheffield and move to a different one and I didn't really get a chance to say goodbye to my friends like I just had to pack up all my stuff and leave to a completely different primary school and it was like year one by this point and everybody else had already made friends and I kind of just felt like a loner and I think it was quite hard for me after that to really I know I was so young and I honestly don't really remember it that much but I always just not remember not really feeling like I fit in fitted in and like I did have I always had a few friends and like close friends but I think until very recently I didn't really have a best friend like I had friends but I just never really felt like I found my people especially in my younger years like primary school sorry I was just drinking some tea there I'm drinking um a relaxation tea one of the pucker ones it's delicious and it's got some lemon in and it's lovely anyway back to the point and I think if you felt like that in primary school if you were like me and you didn't really felt felt feel like you belonged and just felt that kind of way then it could be a really lonely place and I think part of this for me is I also didn't feel like I could be myself around anyone like I I am just a strange person I really am I have a weird sense of humor I do weird things I love just dancing and being genuinely quite strange and not everybody is on that kind of energetic level like I do have a lot of energy I'm just I'm a bit crazy 
and it's really hard for me to well it used to be anyway it's not anymore it used to be really hard for me to kind of like find people that I felt comfortable being that really energetic self around and especially in like the starts of I I think between the ages of like 13 and 17 was the worst because I was just in friendship groups with people where I had to kind of pretend that I was somebody that I wasn't but I think as I've got older I've realized that you shouldn't let anybody dim you, dim the light inside of you because we all have like a, a a beautiful energy about us we have things that make us unique and we have things that make us special and we are just like radiantly ourselves and so especially in the last couple of years for me like I've been really trying to like harness that inner energy of myself and really just like bring Anna back to life like the crazy weird child I was that loves reading and dances and does weird things and loves sunsets and loves holidays and being out in nature and all the things I love and I lost that part of me for quite a long time I really did and there was a lot quite a large period of my life where I didn't feel like myself and so recently I'm just just bringing her back and it feels so good to just accept yourself it feels amazing to accept yourself and just just love yourself exactly how you are don't don't waste your time picking yourself apart because I did that for so long and it doesn't get you anywhere like remember and just know just trust that you are enough in this moment like you as a person and I'm I'm talking to you right now you are enough you are amazing don't let anybody dim your sparkle be your special self, be your weird self, let the world see you for who you really are and don't change for anyone because no one, you deserve better than to change for other people, that's what I'm saying, but learning to accept yourself for how you are is a hard thing and I think especially nowadays in like a physical aspect of like body image and stuff, it's so hard to actually accept yourself when we're constantly bombarded with all this rubbish on social media and like I realised this today so I'm going on holiday next week left it a little bit last minute but I was doing some bikini shopping and I was I was looking through ASOS and I was thinking it's 2023 like I'm sure we're meant to have more body diversity than this but every single one of the bikinis was modelled on like a stick thin supermodel and I'm like right okay good for you gorgeous figure like you look unreal but you are not representing the majority of the female population here. And I tell you now, I know I'm not going to look like that in those bikinis. I'm going to look great in those bikinis because I love and accept my body for what it is. I think my body's brilliant and you should think yours is too. But I wasn't, I wasn't, I don't look like any of those girls. I haven't got, I haven't got a t- tiny, teeny, tiny waist. And I was just thinking like, come on ASOS, have a bit of diversity. Um, I've gone off on another tangent, haven't I? body positivity accepting your body yeah it's made hard in a world full of asos bikini shopping it's hard to accept your body and i'm not 100 percent there yet like i still have times where i feel terrible in my body image but i'm having more good days than bad days at the minute and i think a part of that is because i'm not dieting i tell you what this year first year in probably since i was about 13 haven't gone on a summer diet haven't changed my diet in time for summer haven't done any of that rubbish haven't started exercising anymore even though i should but that's not because i want to change my body that's 
for health reasons that's why i need to exercise more but i honestly haven't been bothered like i completely just accept my body do you know what if i've got belly rolls and cellulite brilliant absolutely brilliant i love that about myself and if you've got belly rolls and cellulite or if you haven't whatever your body is like you should accept yourself and just love yourself for being like that because your body is beautiful my body is beautiful all of our bodies are beautiful you don't need to change for anybody no matter what you see on social media no matter what you think everybody else is like and go comparing yourself to all these people who don't show the full reality like your body's brilliant exactly exactly as it is and i am an advocate for health i do think i do truly believe that health is wealth and for me right now the only reason i want to um like get back into exercising more and eating better is purely for a, a health the health benefit side of it because i know i'm no stranger to the fact that when you eat good and you exercise your mental health is better like that is just a fact and that is genuinely the, the only reason that i'm planning to start get back getting back into exercise and yoga and eating avocados and stuff soon is because i know it will help me feel better mentally and this isn't saying like i don't care about how my body looks like i'm gonna let myself go no i'm having a healthy balance i eat i don't let myself have a takeaway every day because that'd be daft because that wouldn't be healthy but if i want a, a whisper every day then i'll have a whisper every day equally if i want a bag of crisps every day i'll have a bag of crisps every day because life is absolutely too short to not do the things that you enjoy and not not go out for food with people you love like just do it it's really really just do it i'm gonna have another sip of tea now this is brilliant tea i recently got back into um i say recently yesterday i uh, went to tesco and bought a lemon and i'm getting back into lemon tea now that's gonna be my new thing because at the minute i'm drinking way too much coffee and this is a this is a bit of a, a bit of an issue for me like i am having a lot of coffee i'm probably having about god about six shots of coffee a day but i oh, know i have no excuses i have, i was trying to justify it i have absolutely no excuses no justification i am just very addicted to caffeine um but I'm trying to wean myself down to just maybe like one cup a day. And so instead I've started drinking lemon, lemon tea instead. Which I think is better for you than coffee. So. Yeah. On that note. The main takeaway from that is. Accept yourself for who you are. You are enough exactly as you are. You don't need to diet. You don't need to waste your life picking yourself apart. Pulling yourself down you are enough you are beautiful you are amazing i don't know who's listening to this right now boys girls old people young people children all of you you are enough exactly as you are you are brilliant you are the shining star in the sky as am i we all are okay okay i feel like the title of this podcast is very reflective of kind of how this is going because this is chaotic this episode is chaotic we're really we're jumping about from topic to topic here like nobody's business but you know washing machine brains that's, that's what's gonna happen isn't it the next thing i want to talk talk to you about today and this is a bit this is one that i was feeling a bit oh, i don't know let's say no, i'm not feeling anxious to talk about it but it's something that feels uncomfortable to discuss 
And I think the reason that it feels uncomfortable to discuss is because I don't know who's listening to this right now. I don't know who's listening. I haven't got a clue. I can't, there's no way of me finding out. I don't know who's listening to this and who isn't, but it feels scary. Okay, the next thing I want to talk about. New relationships are scary. New relationships are scary. Leaning into a new kind of love with a new kind of person is frightening. My hamster just fell off the bars right then. It's scary. It's really... Okay, no, I'm being dramatic. It's not really scary, but it's a bit scary, isn't it? And it's especially scary when you've had previous relationships. Okay. Let's let's emphasise on this point. So... Oh, it feels horrible to talk about it out loud. But I'm going to do it anyway because it's good to do things that scare you. I split up with my ex in the start of February. So four, four and a half months ago now. We were together for nearly three years. We made a lot of memories together. We spent a lot of our time together we got together when we were very young we grew a lot together we we were together from being kids basically um he was a bit younger than me so especially on his behalf and I have spoke about my relationship breakup on social media but I don't feel like I've really spoke about like why it happened etc etc but I'm not going to go into details of that right now not big details anyway because I just don't feel the need but we basically just grew apart. Now, my ex is a great guy. Like, I have nothing but respect for him. Nothing but respect. There was... Neither of us did, like, a horrific thing that upset the other. Like, there was no... There was nothing bad that happened. It was simply the sad fact. Not even the sad fact. Just the fact of life that we grew apart and we fell out of love. And we fell out of love quite a while before we split up. But we both kind of just carried on trying to make it work for the sake of it but really I mean we did actually split up and then get back together and in hindsight looking back now things were never the same after we split up and got back together the the dynamic had really changed and that was probably like the last year of our relationship we weren't really happy together we weren't really in love um but we just you just carried on because you know that's what you do it's easy it's easy to do that isn't it it's easy to carry on But yeah, so we split up four or five months ago now. And when we first split up, of course I was upset. Um, I think for me personally, I had already began to process the breakup before it had actually ended. Um, Because I just knew that, I knew that we weren't, I don't know, I knew we weren't right for each other. I knew we weren't going to stay together. And I think he did as well. And so whilst the breakup was difficult, I think the thing I took from the breakup more than anything was just more feeling at peace and just feeling better from us not being together because we were just, towards the end, we were just stressing each other out too much. It wasn't very nice. And so I, I felt a lot better. I was, I think I was sad for about a week at first and then I really just invested time and energy into my friends, time and energy into myself, like focused on living my own life. And it was great. 
So, I was completely single for about a month. And then I met somebody else. And it really, really was not part of my plan. I I wasn't looking for another relationship. I wasn't looking to meet somebody else. But I just met someone um, and really just clicked with them and got along with them really well. Um, Just, yeah, just nice. And so I've been seeing them for about three months now. So it was pretty fast moving on from my ex. And yeah, it's been weird because you see a lot of things on social media about, I I don't know about you guys, like what comes up on your feed, but I always get so much stuff coming up about like, oh, you need to be on your own. You need to find happiness on your own. Like, and I almost was seeing all of this stuff and feeling so guilty for like moving on. And I did, I did feel guilty for moving on. And I felt like almost like I didn't want people to find out. Like I, t- I didn't post him on social media or anything. I, b- I barely have now. Like I was almost just feeling bad about the whole situation. But equally, I was feeling so happy and so excited for this new thing and everything going so well. And it was frightening. It was scary. But I've kind of come to the realisation now that people who come into your life come into your life because they're meant to come into your life. I don't feel bad about the fact that I'm seeing someone new. I'm grateful for what I had with my ex, but I'm over that now. And I'm happily getting along with someone new. And I think there's so much stigma around breaking up with somebody and then moving on. And no matter whether whether it takes you a few weeks to move on, a few days even, if you move on after a few days or if you move on after a few months, like there's always stigma around it and there's always going to be judgment and so the kind of the reason I wanted to speak to about this is because I don't think there should be judgment I think as long as you're doing what you do in a respectful way to the people around you you shouldn't feel bad about anything if you meet someone and you get along with them really well and you're happy then you're entitled to go for that and you should do what makes you happy and you should never ever feel bad for that and I'm not making myself feel feel bad for that anymore. Like, I'm really happy right now. Like, I've got exciting things going on. And whilst it is scary leaning into something new, like, it's also beautiful. And I think one of the other things I've realised recently is if you're the type of person who's had a few different, like, romantic relationships, you should never, ever be made to feel bad for that because that's what life is about, isn't it? Like if you have a multitude of romantic relationships and you fall in love with different people in your life that's a beautiful thing in itself because you've I don't know you've you've explored different people you're working out what you want like one of the key takeaways from the relationship I had with both of my exes actually is that that's made me realize what I do and don't want in a person now and the kind of the kind of treatment I would like to receive the kind of things I would like to do the kind of things I don't want and that's all just helped me contribute into me being somebody who can be in a relationship and can be happy and yeah it's a weird dynamic going from feeling so sure about wanting to be single to meeting someone and getting along with them really well and things being great the current situation is that the guy I'm seeing lives quite far away he lives like a two and a half hour drive away and so 
it is a bit difficult sometimes but I also it's it's exciting because when you're not you don't get to see someone all the time you get to know them on like a slower more gradual level and I think that's really what I needed I needed like a gradual sort of thing not someone that I could be around all the time but yeah things are going really well I'm excited I'm happy to be seeing where this goes um, I'm sure I'll I might bring him on the podcast I don't know what we talk about there He's a massive Liverpool fan, so we'd probably speak about Liverpool. That would be his topic of choice. But yeah, I'm excited. I'm happy. I'm looking forward to the future, you know. And if this is something you can relate to, I want you to know that you should never feel bad for moving on. And I feel like I'm one of the only people to say this because there's so much rubbish out there saying, like, you should wait at least seven months to process a breakup before you move on. Like, no, if you feel ready and you're happy and you meet someone nice, go for it. Do you know what I mean? Like, stuff the stigma. Do what makes you happy. If you meet someone great, go for it. Yeah. It's normal to feel some guilt or anxiety about the past and even just little things. Like, one of the things for me was I almost felt embarrassed of the guy I'm seeing like I was feeling like embarrassed of his family thinking or like knowing that I'd been seeing someone else before him and I was thinking that's such a ridiculous thing to feel anxiety about like the guy I'm seeing his family are so brilliant they're the literally the loveliest people I've ever met they've been so welcoming and so nice to me they're not gonna judge me just because I had an ex-boyfriend before him and I feel like this is a bit of a niche thing to worry about maybe this isn't relatable to other people but I'm sure it is on at least some level but like don't feel bad about that like don't ever feel embarrassed for your past like being in a previous relationship and meeting someone new is not something to be embarrassed about like life's all about exploring and meeting new people and having a good time and at the end of the day if you're if you're nice to someone if you treat someone with with respect like the people that care about them are going to respect you and that's just yeah that's how I'm seeing it now so coming at it from a different perspective in comparison to how I was coming at it and really just be more gentle on myself, just allowing myself to enjoy what's happening in my life right now, rather than feeling guilt about the past, etc. Just just realising that everything is fine. Everything is working out exactly as it's supposed to, as it's meant to. Yeah. Washing machine breaks. This is this is the episode has been really all over the place. We've spoken out so much. Now I'm just thinking if there's anything else I feel like I can add to this. I don't know. I kind of was feeling like maybe talking a bit about jobs and the future and stuff, but I feel like that kind of deserves a whole episode of its own. So if you didn't know, I work in a wine shop and I also work in an ice cream parlour and I'm kind of just like picking up as many shifts. Like the ice cream shop's a bit of a weird one because I'm only doing a couple of shifts there. Um, but the wine shop I absolutely love working there but it's more just like the Sunday shift is mine and I run the social media for the business um, and at the minute I'm just covering for people's holidays and one of my colleagues is ill at the moment um, so I'm covering his shifts unfortunately um, but yeah I'm going to be doing a, a lot more shifts there in the future but obviously it's not what I really want to do and if you didn't know I'm also I mean I don't think anybody knows this I literally haven't I haven't spoken about this anywhere but I'm currently in application with the Merseyside Police Force 
become a detective. <laughs> just such a like a such a maybe a plot twist, honestly, for my life. But I did my law degree, and I didn't really know what I wanted to do with it. So I found this detective pathway thing, and it's a detective constable pathway. It's for degree holders, and it allows you to basically in two years become a detective. And I decided to go for it, and. I've got a place on it. I need to go through a few more interviews and stuff like that. But I'm looking at looking at starting that either in February or November next year. But what I have decided I am definitely going to do is take a bit of a gap year. So next week I'm off to Portugal and then I'm going travelling for a month. Um, and then I'm going to come back, work. And then I'm thinking maybe in January I'm going to just go off. Me and my friend are thinking about going and travelling together for a while. I just feel like I really, really want to see more of the world. Like, I love travelling. And I really want to see more of the world. And just, you know, just have a, a bit of a break. A bit of a year off. But I'm going to have to work quite a lot to save up to do that. Which should be enjoyable. But yeah. Life's weird, isn't it? Life moves in crazy directions and things are thrown at us from all angles. And it's, it's just strange, isn't it? It's strange, but it's also beautiful. It's beautiful so yeah I'm gonna leave this episode there um I've spoken about quite a lot of things um maybe there's something in this episode that you found relatable or was helpful to you um I hope there was even if not maybe you just enjoyed listening to this and I'm really grateful for that everybody that's been listening so far um I hope you enjoyed the episode uh if you have time I feel so I feel so weird saying this if you have time, maybe um, go and leave this uh, podcast a cheeky little five-star review. Um, that'd be so appreciated. And interact with my Instagram posts and tell me what you thought of the episode. If you have any feedback for this, if you've listened to this and felt any certain kind of way, like, please give me feedback and please tell me because I would absolutely love to hear it. But yeah, thank you very, very, very much for listening and I hope that whatever you're doing right now you're feeling good and you're feeling at peace with life and I'm sending all of my love and positivity to you right now yeah thank you and goodbye